A young woman people can't stop talking about. Yo, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey, we are back with episode 10 of Swiftish. Yes. I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And we have a special guest for you. And we just want to let you know that she is MVP of the week. Mm-hmm. We invited her to come on our first guest ever. We haven't had anyone officially come on to our right. podcast. And we've done, we've recorded remotely. Shelby does PS You're Wrong. <laughs> She's recorded remotely. So, you know, tried and true. Not this week. We invited this very special Swifty onto our episode and we lost our audio. I know. But she's back here and we are talking release week. That is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And the Swifty, her name's Kelly. And for those of you who don't know, she met Taylor last week during release week. Hi, Kelly. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for coming back for attempt number two. I know. (laughs) But who doesn't want to talk about how they met Taylor yes. a million times? And we haven't really gotten to talk about release week and mm-hmm. um, share that with our followers because obviously, Ashley, you went to New York as well for that. Yeah. I was stuck back home in Houston just watching from afar, but I'm so excited to be able to hear from both of you about how that magical week happened yeah. because it's officially been one whole week since oh my release. Gosh. It has. Now, Taylor had a lot of stuff going on that during release week. We had Good Morning America. We had her Sirius XM. We had her CBS um, Good Morning. We had all of that information co- coming and going so much. She was doing all of these interviews. Uh, but I kind of want to start before release week. Oh, Fans were trying to secure Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's where I want to start. Um, Kelly <laughs> and I, drama. the drama of it all, yeah. the calling radio stations, <laughs> the IOTA, one iota tickets. Um, I know I was trying to get tickets. I know I was calling radio stations. I was trying to get one iota. But Kelly, can you tell us a little bit more about your experience trying to get tickets? I know that you, know, you can Yeah, because you're not me. based in New York. So how did you even decide... You wanted to get to New York and be there for that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So my husband and I, we'd wanted to do New York for a while. Um, Being in Boston, we're probably about four hours from the city. And so it's something that we just really wanted to do. And I go through this really stressful time of year in student housing called Turn. It's where everybody moves out and moves back in all in like (laughs) a three-week span. It is the most stressful time ever. And so release week was coming at a time that it was right after turn was ending for us. And what better way to like relax than to go on an adventure, go somewhere. And it just happened to be during release week. And we all know that Taylor, you know, (laughs) tends to do some fun things around that time. And so this was before anything was really announced. And I just took the chance and said, you know what, like, we're just going to go this week. If something cool happens, great. If not, like, we're still on vacation together. And, um, one thing led to another, she announced GMA. I actually wasn't even supposed to be in for GMA, but (laughs) ended up rearranging my entire flights. Didn't even talk to my husband about it. Called my boss and was like, Hey, can I really like just leave Wednesday night instead of Thursday night? I know it's an extra day, but like, I just, I just need to, I don't need to explain it. Um, (laughs) and of course everybody knows that like, if I leave in an emergency, it's really not for anything else other than Taylor. Um, (laughs) 
So wish granted, rebooked our tickets, um, and then thus started the hunt for the GMA tickets and one <laughs> iota. And I know, Ashley, um, you went through this with me where we got tickets yeah. and all of a sudden they disappeared. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so crazy. Um, so Kelly and I know each other because like way back in the day, few years ago she had like <laughs> tweeted about Bucky's or like Instagram about Bucky's and I'm like oh my gosh I'm going I'm gonna go to Bucky's I'll get you something what do you want and we we're actually on our way to go to the last yeah. show for rep and so we stopped Shelby and I stopped <laughs> at Bucky's and I got her stuff and so I kind of like won her over over like giving her yes. yeah I mean Bucky's yes. is just a gas station mm-hmm. I I don't I haven't gotten the hype yet but clean bathroom yeah and so that's like <laughs> how we met and how we started talking, you know, I had to text her to get her address and her full name. So like, you know, I kind of like snuck in there. Oh. And so like just leading up to now, you know, we were both like, oh my gosh, we need to try and call Sirius for tickets. We need to try and get tickets with this Instagram contest. And we were texting, you know, how do we do this? What happened? And so one iota released tickets and it, it, on accident the day before, <laughs> and she texted me like, have you got tickets? She sent me the link. Um, and then you know, we all figured out you need the first six digits of a Capital One card. And so we all secured those and we all got tickets. We got the email We ha- in our accounts, in our One Iota accounts, being like, hey, you have them. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a couple of hours later, they disappeared. <laughs> and she texted me. She goes, oh, my gosh, are your tickets gone? I was like, no, I have them. What are you talking about? But then – I checked and they were gone. And we're like, if you looked on Twitter, everyone was freaking out. Like everyone wanted one iota to say something, to be like, hey, your tickets, um, they're okay. You're going to still go. It's fine. It's fine. We had no response, no nothing. And so I was just really, I don't know. How, were you freaking out, Kelly? I was totally freaking out. I was like, great. Like moved all these flights. I'm going. And then it was like, just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like, no. Yeah. And it was just kind of a whirlwind. We didn't, no one said anything for like, a few hours I was on my way to a dance class you need to calm dance class calm down dance class and I was not calm I was freaking out and then finally I was sitting down stretching and then Kelly your friend Sierra Shelby messaged me and they're like they're back they're back and I was like okay good sweet relief good. Yeah. sweet relief I can dance the night away and just shake it off to Taylor so we had our tickets they were yeah. the the bread was secured yeah we got them <laughs> yes we got them. perfect use and you know it was exciting because like Taylor was giving us little like tidbits of what was going on. She mm-hmm. had the mural and then like yeah. found out about the pop-up shop. So for those who don't know, release week, you know, Taylor's been doing it for a couple of eras, if not like three or four eras. Mm-hmm. And she has things going on during that week. Right. She has performances. She has interviews. She's had like the 1989 um, lots, which you mm-hmm. went to, Shelby. Mm-hmm. She had all these like fun little things to go on. So this year she had a pop shop murals, Lover's Lounge, which no one knew anything about Lover's Lounge. We knew she was going to be debuting the uh, music video Lover. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was going to be on YouTube. Performance. performance. Yeah. And we didn't know anything. We didn't know who right. was going, how you went. For you, Shelby, it was a contest, right? Yeah. So 1989 was sort of the beginning of this, like, um, well, yeah. So 1989 was this contest. It wasn't really explained what it was. They were just like, when a chance to go to this um, live stream. And so it was just for New York. Well, I guess a bunch of people ended up traveling. So I don't know how they worked the system, but it was supposedly just for New York fans. And you just kind of had to enter a tweet about why you wanted to go. And so I won on an off chance and then we went and we ended up being at the album announcement and the Shake It Off premiere. And so 
once she announced this lover's lounge, I was like, oh, it's definitely going to be the same thing. Like it's going to end up being like a fan event because she Mm -hmm. always does those um, album announcements usually. And this time it was just like a single announcement or like, I guess, just a moment to kind of have fans there. So it was weird that it was like very secretive though, because mm-hmm. we knew it was happening, but we didn't know who was going or how you could go. And, uh, and now we realize it was sort of more like a secret session where you get, you know, it's invite only. It's yeah. the, the VIP, <laughs> the, 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 the fandom. Yeah. Kelly. The oh cream my goodness. Of- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we all know, you know, I spilled the tea at the beginning of the episode that you were at Lover's Lounge. So I just kind of want to take everyone through your experience of getting there, going to the Good Morning America show, being, you know, at Lover's Lounge, and then afterwards, like, you know, basking in the afterglow, (laughs) you know, going going to the pop-up shop, just experiencing New York with your lover. Well, I think everyone, like... Everyone who hasn't met Taylor wonders, how do you get that invite, that confidential message from Taylor Nation? So I'm curious, Kelly, like what's been your journey as a fan and kind of how do you feel like you got noticed and how do you think that all all those stars aligned for you to get this? Because you've never been to New York. You're not from New York. So how did you end up meeting Taylor in New York? (laughs) Sure. So I've been a fan uh, pretty much since Tim McGraw. I remember being young and like crying over my guitar to teardrops on my guitar as some, you know, lovesick teenager. And um, I I wasn't really ever active on social media. I was never a Twitter Mm -hmm. person. I was never, you know, I did Facebook like everybody else, but I wasn't all over MySpace. Like the fandom wasn't a thing for me. And so... Um, Me either. Right. And so along came the Swift life when it was a thing. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of course, RIP. So everybody was on it for at first. And I just started doing this open letter called Dear Taylor. Um, And eventually I moved it off to the Swift life because they put character limits on it. And, you know, I just (laughs) it was a mess. And so I'd moved them to Instagram direct messages. And so basically since reputation came out I've been writing Taylor um through Instagram direct messages and she's kind of been like my diary I guess and in that point in time we were moving from Oklahoma to Boston and it was just such a a pivotal point in mine and Scott's life my husband Scott um that I I could talk to my friends and I could talk to Scott, but sometimes you really just want to talk to somebody who is completely outside of the situation. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't even need a response. You just want to put it all somewhere. And a lot like Taylor has done for, you know, the last 13 plus years that she's just written in all of these journals. Um, And now that she's sharing them with us, I think it's really kind of cool that this is the way that I've gotten to meet her Mm -hmm. is that, you know, I I continued to write her and I had a very small sneaking suspicion that she had been reading them. Um, Mm -hmm. There was, so what was, what was this this small suspicion? So when you send a photo on Instagram um, and I could be totally wrong, like I, but like rep Ryan 13 from Twitter and I had like tried this whole theory out just to see if I was right. But when you send a photo on Instagram and a direct message, when you take it from that direct message, it kind of sends like a Snapchat. And so once mm-hmm. it gets opened, it disappears. And mm-hmm. I was in Austin, Texas on a travel assignment um, with my traveling team for work. And 
I was sitting in the back of a 13 passenger van with groceries and alcohol <laughs> going to a lake house. And I saw, yeah, I saw the message disappear or the photo disappear. Like I couldn't open it anymore. And I watched it happen. And I instantly remember like freaking out, like tearing up in the back of this van by myself while everybody else is like singing along to Lord. <laughs> um, and so I told a couple of people about it, like Ryan, um, Eric Watts, Hillary, just a couple of people that, you know, I was close to at the time and was like freaking out over it. And then it would happen every once in a while, but not every time. And so part of me thought that something was going on. I really wasn't sure. Um, and that was back in April that that happened. So that was, you know, as me started to come out and, you yeah. know, the era sort of began for us. So I just kept writing like nothing was different. Um, I remember writing one message and I was like, you know, I, I feel like you're seeing these, but I really don't know. So I could just be talking to myself and that's okay too. It means time. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Dear Taylor became a thing. And so when I decided for um, GMA in New York, and um, you can ask my husband, I know, Ashley, you got the pleasure of, of meeting him and uh, oh, I love him. standing in a pop up <laughs> line for hours with him. But yeah. I spent so much money and so much time cr- trying to create these costumes for reputation tour that I just decided that I didn't like I wanted something very simple. And so the jean jacket, um, was a thing when she was on Entertainment Weekly. And I was like, how cool would it be to kind of pick off of that a little bit? And I had a friend of mine who is a very talented artist. Her name is Shayla Red Elk um, over at the Native Hippie in Lawton, Oklahoma. I sent her a jean jacket and said, hey, these lyrics really stand out to me. It was the lyric, we all got crowns. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. just so applicable to work, to personal, to mm-hmm. fandom life, you know? Yeah. Um, situation. Absolutely. And so I had her paint those lyrics with a crown on the back of this jacket. And that kind of was my thought was, I'll just wear this the entire tour. It's very simple. Like, you know, and so I decided to wear it for GMA. I posted it on Twitter. It kind of caught fire a little bit, or at least for me, like mm-hmm. I was a smaller yeah. cat. Um, <laughs> no, I remember seeing it yeah. and I didn't know who you were at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want that jacket so bad. <laughs> yes. So she rocked it out. She was amazing. I had another Swifty friend of mine, Lisa, um, her handle is a real piece of work. And she created these pins that had, and this is before I ever knew anything was happening, but I just decided on a whim, like, what if I got to meet Taylor? How can I get her mm-hmm. my friend's handles? Um, and so like Ashley's handle and Aww. Lisa's and Ryan and Emily and my best friend Paige, um, I have pins for all of them and I tucked them underneath the collar of my jacket. And mm-hmm. so in the off chance that I ever met Taylor I there, yeah. um, and then I had a, she had a pen made for me that says dear Taylor in an envelope with that very like Americana mm-hmm. tattoo style. And I wore that, um, on the front pocket. So, um, what I like, what I like about like your dear Taylor story is it kind of lines up with, um, kind of like, you know, her, you need to calm down music video with a little, with the mailbox love letters, love letters only. only. Like yes. you're sending kind of like these heartfelt, tr- letters love letters like it's not necessarily love letters like I love you Taylor it's just you know emotional dear Taylor mm-hmm. little letters to her yeah, yeah. kind of like that kind of like aligns with the era yeah <laughs> absolutely and a lot to what, what really started writing is I went through um 
like a sexual harassment case at work and nobody believed me. And I, and at that time it was like, who would know better about this than Taylor? Like she just went through this. She just won that symbolic dollar. Um, And so that, that was another really pivotal thing for me with dear Taylor was that was kind of the basis of where it all started. Someone who can, who gets you. Mm -hmm. And even if she, like, even if she's not reading, you know, that like, Hey, if she ever does read these, you know, it's going to be meaningful to her. Right. And it's good. Right. To, it's, and it's a less expensive therapist. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Her DMs are open. Yes. Yeah. Her DMs are open. <laughs> I just went through um, my DMs to her. Yeah. And the first one I sent her was, it was August, 2015. Um, and I went to Thailand and there's this thing, if you go to the PP islands, it's a really good restaurant and it's called, um, it's like, I don't know. It's just like a Thai restaurant, but they have cats who go in the fridge to cool down and it's called <laughs> fridge cat. And I, I'm like, what did I send her? I went back and it was a video of these two cats in the fridge. And I was like, saw the, the famous fridge cat keeping cool on the PP islands and thought of you. Maybe you can teach Olivia and Meredith a trick or two. See you in Dallas. <laughs> that is so oh, cute. We all got receipts. Yeah. And she has. <laughs> She's saving that for later. She's like, oh, I got to bookmark this. I know. <laughs> so a little bit off topic. So Fridge Cat aside, you've been sending her all these DMs on Instagram. And then what happens, you know, a week yeah. or two ago? When do you get that confidential yes. message? Yes. So not long after I started Dear Taylor, I figured I was like, you know what? It's not enough. Like, I just, I'm not out there. Everybody who meets her is like on Tumblr or on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, Tumblr is just not easy. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not one of those people who can do it. But I hopped on Twitter and met some amazing folks. Like I said, Eric, Hillary, Ashley, you shall be, um, Brit, that God, there are just so many, Lisa, Crystal, mm-hmm. um, who I've made friends with and that I, I talk to all the time. And so, um, so I've been on Twitter for a little while and I, what I do for work is I travel. Um, I travel from apartment community to apartment community that houses students in college. And so I was on a flight. I was so worn down. Um, I was going from one assignment to another and I had to run from my plane in Atlanta to get to my next flight to go to Memphis. And I Mm -hmm. remember posting about it on Instagram. I just tweeted like, how fun would it be if I needed to look at poses for New York, you know, if something ever happened and just on a whim, like nothing had happened Mm -hmm. at that point. I sat down on my flight. We take off. I get Wi-Fi. I'm like, oh, great. I have a Twitter message. Weird. I don't talk to anybody like that. Weird. Um, Or, you know, I, whatever. And so I opened my Twitter message and there it was, was it said Taylor nation. It had the verified check Mark and in all capital letters, it said confidential mm-hmm. message. Oh, and I, that coveted message. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> wants to see. Yeah. Yes. I immediately like clapped my hands over my mouth and like put my legs up in my seat and curled up in a ball and just was like <laughs> total disbelief. And this little elderly lady sitting next to me was wondering, you know, if I was okay um, or if something was happening. Cause you know, people freak out on planes easy. Um, oh. And I'm sure my panic did not help, but um, <laughs> actually I was not okay at all. I checked the message like four times over, clicked on the profile. Cause you know, you have those people that um, oh. mimic, Taylor's profile, mm-hmm. Taylor Nation's profile. And I clicked on the message like four or five times just to make sure that's where it went. And sure enough, it was. Um, 
and I was in the middle of the air somewhere between Atlanta and Memphis. And it was, it was insane. Like I never in a million did I think that I would be one of the ones to get those messages for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just like a crazy feeling. I feel like that is just, just even imagining just sitting there. There's so many Swifties out there that, I mean, part of it is, you think everyone's getting them right? because everyone's tweeting about it, getting traction, retweeting it. So you're like, everyone's doing it, but you know, like my day's going to come. I'm going to meet Taylor. I'll be next. Like that. There's always that little thought in the back of your mind, but then you kind of sit back and you're like, wait, I'm, I'm in my mid twenties. I'm in my <laughs> early thirties. And you think like, Oh my gosh, there are a million Swifties out yeah. there. Like there's no way you always hope there's always that right. like little hope in the back of your mind. But when you think about how many people there really are, like it's like winning the lottery really. <laughs> and you just run the Swifty lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and so of course, like you're, you're freaking out and you're like, is this real? Is this real? It's like, I've had so many dreams. Like I just had a dream recently. I told Kelly about this where I won an exclusive ice cream, like, secret session with Taylor <laughs> and uh, I was in line to take my picture with her and I hadn't met her yet and I was freaking out about what I, what I was going to say to her and I wasn't ready I was like oh I can't do this so I let everyone go and, me. <laughs> and then I had to go to the bathroom really bad I'm like okay I'll be Ashley, back no and then I left and I couldn't find my way back and that so, is cruel so that is you a know messed up nightmare and that have, is dark it's very dark it is dark <laughs> rated our nightmares so you know so it's it's, I I get where you're coming from where you're like this isn't true this isn't real and then you realize it is and my dreams freak out but so what where did you go from there yeah when did you uh get all the details oh my gosh so I immediately messaged back and of course airplane wi-fi is spotty at best and so (laughs) I was hoping for the best sent all of my information back and they never replied which I feel like was normal um And I made the mistake the next morning, knowing that, you know, the next thing that really typically happens is that they reach out to you via phone call and it could be anywhere from the next day to the next few days. And God, in some people's cases that I met in lover's lounge, it was like two weeks. Um, but this is literally like the Sunday before I was leaving for New York. I'm in the office in Memphis and it was move in day for the university of Memphis athletics. It was just a whole thing. And I didn't realize that my phone was on do not disturb. (laughs) (laughs) And so the call happened. um, I know, I know the call happened and I missed it because it went straight to voicemail. And I remember checking my phone at like three o'clock wondering, God, when is this going to happen? And I noticed that I had a missed call that occurred at 11. No voicemail. <laughs> no, no voicemail. voicemail. No nothing. I just knew the area code was very um, abnormal. Like, who would be calling me from that area except for them? And I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. I, I totally messed up. This is it. Like, I'm. <laughs> it's never gonna happen now. And so I called them back. Very plain voicemail. Um, you know, didn't identify anything. Was really just the number and. I was like, no, this is, this is it. So I left a voicemail and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm at work and everything's a mess and please don't take this away from me. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. So I left a voicemail. I might've called back a number of times after that. Um, And then my Mm -hmm. husband, Scott was like, you know, why don't they reach out to you via Twitter? So why don't you message them on Twitter and see what happens? And so I did, um, and was like, please don't, you know, again, begging, like, please don't take this <laughs> away from me. Um, and eventually they messaged me back and was like, hey, we'll call back shortly. Smiley face. And I was like, 
I mean, that takes the edge off, but that really doesn't solve yeah. my problem. <laughs> They're like, no, call me now. They're like, calm down, Kelly. Yeah. You need to calm <laughs> literally, down. Literally, I felt so bad. <laughs> so about this time, it's probably like four o'clock. I could no longer function. The move-ins were pretty smooth. Like, And if anybody's from work listening, like my apologies in advance, but I low-key left at four o'clock and the office doesn't close till six. Um, <laughs> because I was just so stressed out, like I'm so overwhelmed that this was something that was gonna happen and then would get taken away from me or they would bypass me for somebody else who answered their phone. <laughs> right. And so I went back to the hotel and I just laid down in the bed and turned my phone all the way up on loud, make sure my watch was on loud and on vibrate. And I slept with my phone in my hand until they finally called around 6.15, 6.30, gave me all the details, um, what we couldn't wear, where we were meeting up, that they would be sending an email, um, you know, with the form for photo release and all of that good stuff um, and when and where to show up. And so, Thanked them a million times over, of course, and they just kind of laughed at me. Um, but if, <laughs> if I were them, I would have laughed at me too. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm sure they're used to. Uh, well, they I'm work, sure they're used to that. And high they work with Taylor. So yeah. kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're gonna meet Taylor. Calm yeah. down. One hundred percent. Yes. And they're used to everyone being like you. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So, right. You know. yeah. So knowing all of this, like, really didn't say anything to anybody. I told my mom, and I remember when I got my DM, like, I sent the screenshot and blew up Scott, um, messaging him, like, back to back to back to back, like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, do you know what this means? Knowing, <laughs> like, knowing good and well that this man is asleep. And like, wake up, wake up. And he just, like, nonchalantly texts me back, and he's like, yeah, it's your chance to meet Taylor. <laughs> He's just unbothered. It was like I'm excited. going back to bed. <laughs> you should be excited. You should be like, oh, maybe she can calm down now. Yeah. Maybe. 100%. Maybe He's like, can you just get off of social media now? That would be great. <laughs> but um, fast forward to Wednesday morning. I, you know, I'm packed. I'm ready to go. I had left, before I left Boston, I left Scott with like a packing cube full of clothes um, mm-hmm. because I was packing for work. So I really didn't have room for it. I'm like, you're only packing for New York. Throw this in there. It'll be great. I'm going to take yeah. my jacket. Um, okay, good. Security blanket. You know, I'm like, I- I'm just going to take the jacket. Yeah. Let's take everything else. And so I get up Wednesday morning and I see that there's a travel advisory for my flight to New York. And so I immediately panicked without thought, like, Work had paid for my flight because it was supposed to be my weekend home. I got onto another airline and bought a $500 airline ticket for a flight that was like two hours earlier, just in case, um, because I couldn't imagine not making it. So I leave work early, get to the airport, and then the flight that I had purchased got delayed. And... And It was happening all all over Instagram and Twitter. I saw it. I, my, my flight was delayed two hours. So there was this big storm that was mm-hmm. happening in New York, but the rest of the weekend was supposed to be great weather. Yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't looked up like the day of weather. So like, I remember texting you being like, oh my gosh, and you said Scott's flight got canceled. I was like praying your flight wasn't canceled. I was yes. like, I will cancel my flight just so you can get there. Like, <laughs> just put that like karma out in the world because like you needed to get there. Like no one understood, like no one who didn't know you're meeting Taylor. They're like, Oh, you can't wait. Go to so the- did you know Ashley that she was meeting Taylor? Um, <gasps> oh, <my gosh. laughs> and 
the very at the very last second, like I, the more time yeah, on, yeah. like the more loose it got, and no, it's so, yeah, so, it's just. I didn't <laughs> It's not really a secret session. It's you know, really it's not. Just, uh, and I yeah. think even the secret sessioners can agree that more people knew that they yeah. should have. So. We just weren't tweeting it's a about big it. secret to keep. Yeah. Right, we're tweeting right. about it. We're recording about it because <laughs> this is what ha- will happen. If I would have been like tweeting out like, oh my gosh, Kelly and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I only knew about Kelly. But if I was saying <laughs> these people got, you know, they're going to Lover's Lounge and it's it's confirmed these pe- like she's doing something, mm-hmm. that could have blacklisted me. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep it secret until yeah. after the fact, <laughs> for sure. Good point. Good point. So, I can- but I'm. Um- yeah, I take it you finally uh, figured out your flight? Yes. So my original flight and the flight that I purchased, um, we're leaving at about the same time. And it was really kind of a toss up as to like what <laughs> flight I was going to get on. They were both in the same terminal. And so I just got on the flight that I purchased. Um, and at that point in time, Scott told me that his flight was canceled. So great. I don't have clothes <laughs> except for whatever I shoved in my little backpack and my tote bag before I left. Um, it was, it was awful, but I had my jacket and that's what mattered. Um, mm-hmm. But his flight got canceled. He rebooked for the next morning, but he was going to miss GMA, um, which mm-hmm. I'm honestly, yeah. all in all, I'm sh- exactly <laughs> like, I'm sure that his heart was not broken to be getting up at like three o'clock in the morning to go <laughs> stand in the line um, before the line. But yeah. And it, it seemed to work out for the best yeah. for you. <laughs> it yeah. did. It well, did. It wasn't there. So <laughs> get on the flight. We sit on the runway. I'm panicking. Like, I'm sweating. <laughs> and we finally take off. And I'm like, great. I'm in the air. Like, I'm getting there. No matter what, I'm getting there. But I'm also panicking because I've never been to New York City. I don't know how to get around. If you know me, like, I'm low-key a germaphobe. I don't do public transportation very well. Like... So yeah, not a great situation. <laughs> I'm in sheer panic, right? Um, and so I had known, you know, that Ashley was going to GMA. She was coming in. Her flight got delayed, so I couldn't like really wait around for them to get to where I needed to go. We weren't even staying like anywhere near each other, and so I just had to like get there, suck it up, hop in a big yellow taxi, and pay mm-hmm. the forty five dollars <laughs> that it took <laughs> to get from Laguardia yeah. to my hotel, but. Man. It was worth it though because when I got in, so I was supposed to get in at like eleven thirty, mm-hmm. and my flight got delayed, and I didn't get into like I think one thirty, and we decided to get an Uber. We were waiting like forty five minutes to like an hour for an Uber because oh, really? it was so packed because so many flights were delayed. Everyone was out there trying to get their Ubers. And I should have gotten a taxi. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go get that taxi. And you know, so I personally, for me totally different experience. Like I went straight, I was, I was going to go home and go to like take a nap beforehand, but I was like, I can't do it. Um, you know, Callie was texting me. Other people were texting me at the lines for good morning. Yeah. America were down <laughs> two or yeah. three, four people blocks are down. Out. People yeah. are camping out. I, you know, I was on social media and I'd seen people had camped out, I don't guess like till like 5 PM the day before. Mm-hmm. So later that night, Scott around like 11 o'clock showed up, Scott Swift, you guys, Taylor's dad showed up with pizza. was giving out like a tar picks. So he had pizza, he had food, he had Swifties fighting in line <laughs> because other Swifties were trying to like go get with their friends. Like, I don't know the full story, but apparently right. they were middle-aged Swifties. <laughs> so probably like 30, 31. Cause right. that's, right. that's probably, probably, our age. Age. Yeah. probably our age. They were like trying to be like, no, you can't cut in line. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, you know, so I was like anticipating 
you know, just World War Three. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was anticipating. So I didn't go to bed, and I I got back to the hotel, dropped everything off, printed off my tickets, and I was texting Callie, I'm like, "Hey, let's meet up," because that's what our original plan was. Like, we're gonna meet up, we're gonna meet, because we right. hadn't done so. Like, we missed our chance last tour. This was gonna be the time. And so then I got to the line, and you know, I called Kelly, texted Kelly, and she's like, "I'm so <laughs> what? Did you tell me, Kelly." So, uh, Britt, Captain Brunch on, on Twitter, she I love her to death, and she's a very kind and sweet soul. She knew somebody who knew somebody who worked at GMA, <laughs> and uh, we ended up with VIP tickets or VIP bracelets. But the thing was, is that we didn't have them in our hand until we left for GMA. So both Brent <laughs> and I had our one iota tickets and we didn't, sorry guys, release them because we didn't really know that the tickets existed. You know, it was, right. we weren't talking to the person that Brent knew. We were talking to the girl that, you know, worked at GMA. And it was one of those things, like, we just felt like we were going to get shafted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So New York. Yeah. New York. So Brit, um, I tried to catch a nap and Brit texted me when she left. I fell back asleep. She's an angel and texted me and she's like, I'm 20 minutes out. And I panicked. I like jumped out of bed and showered and like tried to get ready as fast <laughs> as I could. Um, she parks at my hotel. We grab an Uber and she's like, okay, well, we're going to go stop here. Um, this girl said that she left the bracelets with her doorman. And I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. man is going to, you know, actually give you that. Because they could be like, sorry, yeah. I just sold them on the black market for like five Right, bucks. like every worst case scenario is going through our minds. Um, but lo and behold, like she gets out of the Uber, she walks in, and the guy like didn't even wait for her to walk all the way up. Like he had the envelope out and ready for her. And she was like, yeah. is it is it that obvious? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who else is going to walk in at, like, 3 in the morning? Absolutely. (laughs) So that's when I was able to say that we had VIP tickets. So sorry, Ashley. I didn't say anything. We didn't know that it was a thing. But But with me, you were more tight-lipped about those VIP tickets (laughs) than the (laughs) the So, I mean, I just didn't know, I didn't know what, like, how lineup was going to be, like, and all that oh, yeah, stuff. Right. We'd already read all the drama that, you oh, know, yeah. those, those middle-aged Swifties were <laughs> booting people out of the line, <laughs> and so much drama. Um, yeah. It ended up that, you know, there was a line before the line, and we had Swifties that had, um, you know, disabilities and needed accommodations, and Swifties were getting hot and popping off with, Ooh, it's security and so the, guards. This is the and, VIP line? Yes, this is the VIP line. Um, you know, and it, it was all that we just wanted for the people who needed those accommodations to go in before us. You know, we were trying to be as polite as we could, but um, it just, they weren't letting anyone through. They only let the people with wheelchairs through. And we're like, hello, like these girls yeah. obviously need, like they're going to get trampled because Oh. Like, while we understand there are going to be some people in this line who don't, and they're going to run they and run. they're going to do what they need to do. <laughs> and that doesn't <laughs> have any regard for anybody. So, um, long story short, I, I'm, I am a little, um, God, I'm a little disappointed with GMA and, and their production <laughs> team for the ADA accommodations, but that was whole drama yeah. there. Um, of course the middle-aged Swifties like kind of jumped in behind us and we're talking, we're talking some shit and it, it was a whole <laughs> thing. It was a whole oh, thing. So they were, they were upset with you for going in the front line with your friends. Yeah. I mean, it was that. And like, it was, 
accommodations. Right. Not just you. Right. No, it wasn't us. It was it was somebody else, but we were defending them like, hey, just let them through. Like we're all super cool. Like we're not gonna get mad that these people are are going in front of us. Just let them go. Um mm-hmm. and then the line after the line it was you know, the middle-aged Swifties with the rules on we need to stay in two single-file lines or they're not going to let us through. Girl, they're not letting us through because it's not time yet. Like, time out. You need to calm down. Oh, gosh. It's crazy. When you get a bunch of Swifties together who are trying to see Taylor, all rules get thrown out of the window. People just, they don't care. They will run over anyone, trample over anyone without thinking of, like, the cost of what it <laughs> yeah. means. And I've been there. I've seen it happen um, at Super Saturday Night. We even had it happen at like the Austin show when she did the like the prefix. I don't know what it's called. The racing. I just went there for Taylor. Oh. Um, <laughs> so um, the big question, was the GMA concert worth it? Because it ended up being three songs. Everyone thought she was going to play something she hadn't before, but yeah. she just ended up doing me, you need to calm down and shake it off. Shake it off. For me personally, it was an experience. <laughs> I waited in line till it was like three o'clock in the morning. Um, I had a friend with me who wasn't a Swifty and she was just like doing God's work by coming with me. <laughs> and it was just like, it was hot. The lines were long. I was excited to be there. Anything for Taylor. And I got there and, you know, I'm short. So I wasn't, definitely wasn't VIP, but I was like, right up against where VIP would be. And so it's still ways back and people had signs and they were mm-hmm. high, and, you know, and they were encouraging people during the performance to put the signs up. Right. And we had like two different sound checks. We had Taylor go on, but it wasn't wired for an actual concert. Right. It was wired for a television performance. So instead of hearing like Taylor sing like two different times, I just heard a bunch of Swifties sing. <laughs> Shrieking. So it was like a Swiftie sing-along. And I yeah. like saw a little like bobblehead of Taylor really far <laughs> out. Because it wasn't stadium seating. I could have – I you had the ground and then you had the bleachers and I was on the ground. And it was fine. I loved the energy. I loved like the Swifties like you know, freaking out. There were like a few famous Swifties by me who were like nonchalantly <laughs> just like chilling. Um, but it was – Yeah. Yeah. And um, – <laughs> It was, I don't know if I would do it again. I told my husband, I probably won't be doing that again. And he said, yes, you will. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? You're going to like stand in line to do something you like this next error. Yeah. So, but my experience was a little bit different than Kelly's. Um, I saw she even met Hannah from The Bachelorette. Yes. So, you did? I yeah. did. Oh my gosh. I did not know that. Yes. So my experience was a little bit different. We were... I think like two people back from the barricade and mm-hmm. there were parents that, you know, of very small children, I would say probably six, maybe, mm-hmm. um, who were in front of us. And it was more that the parents were interested in being on TV <laughs> than their kids were there. Um, yeah. So it was, it was oh. definitely experienced. There were lots of elbows and camera, f- you know, on their phones and all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so with, with VIP comes that drama, but, um, and I totally agree. It wasn't wired for a concert. It was very much wired for television production, which of course that's what, that's what GMA is. Um, we're just there to be the hype crowd and being cued for like applause and screaming and cheering and clapping. Um, I don't know how actors do it. Cause honestly, that was enough for me. Um, <laughs> 
And kudos to Ashley for standing in the super long line. The VIP line was, you know, naturally a little bit shorter. And I still am just like, I don't know if I could do it again. I don't know that I would have done it without them. If I would have shown up, saw that line and said, I'm going to go take a nap. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Go get some brunch. Right. 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 Um, But Todrick came in um, in a commercial break, gave out picks. So I did get to see Todrick. Um, I did meet Hannah, Miss Hannah Brown, and mm-hmm. she was super, super cool. She was throwing merch at the very end of the show while everybody was leaving. And I was like, Hannah, you know, can, yeah. I, can I get a picture? And she was so sweet. And she's like, yeah. And she put her, she walked away to put her phone down and came back, um, took the picture. I looked like a hot mess cause it was so, <laughs> so hot. I was so dehydrated. Yeah. Um, but honestly she was super sweet. She's even more gorgeous in person. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know it, was, I it was a great experience, but an experience I don't think I'll be going back to very soon. <laughs> yeah. Me either. You know what I want, though, is Hannah has been at all these different performances, you know, um, where Taylor's been like, Good Morning America. Um, you've had her at the uh, Wingo Tango. I want a photo of Hannah and Taylor. Yes. That is what I want. Like that would just be perfect because we know she's this huge Swifty and she's Did been. Did they at, not get a photo at the? Um, I haven't seen one. At the one where she performed with the big rainbow. The Wingo Tango. I didn't see a photo. Oh, okay, I can't remember. I remember her dancing that yeah. night. But anyways, yeah, I'm a big fan of Hannah. So yeah, me too. Probably because she's also a Swifty. So she's huge Swifty. <laughs> and was it Tyler who? Oh uh, yes! Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! I love this girl. Tyler is Tyler me. hung out with Taylor Swift yeah. because they went to the VMAs after party. Yeah, and because he's dating Gigi Hadid. Yes. So it's kind of like, whoa, what's going Tyler, on? Tyler, I'm so happy for him. Like, not to derail this episode, but I just have to say that to the universe. Like he. He really knows his worth, and he he was rightfully, you know, just exalted from the bachelor world into yeah. a much higher <laughs> echelon of popularity. I know. Bless that man. Bless that man. Yeah. But, so GMA aside, so yeah, whereas I go home, uh, you know, I'm off of like this, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted, I need to go sleep. Mm-hmm. I go home, you spoil alert, sleep until like four o'clock. Yes, <laughs> I am tired. And I, and Kelly had different plans, obviously. Yeah. So let's get into that. Yeah. How did your day go, yes. Kelly? Because oh, you're exhausted. Oh my gosh, I was exhausted. Um, so I went, I went back to the hotel, met up with Scott. Um, thank goodness he had my clothes. That was great. <laughs> um, and then took a shower, tried to like put myself together, very as calm as I could. I was gonna take a nap, and then I was like, no, that's that's just not that's not gonna work out. Oh my gosh! Um, Can you imagine if you? slept through the meetup <laughs> yeah I would die like I had already put my phone on do not disturb waiting for the call like I couldn't I couldn't put myself through anything else <laughs> so I uh we walked to lunch um I tried to eat a little bit I really was not hungry but I knew that I had not eaten much already um mm-hmm. did lunch and then went to dry bar and if you know me my brand is literally dry yeah. bar taylor swift iced coffee and adventure um and that is <laughs> everything that this trip was made of mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know scott was gracious enough to hang out at dry bar while i got my hair done and got <laughs> the eight pounds of dry shampoo washed out of my hair um <laughs> and then from there we walked over to the meetup spot um and we walked past it and we walked past it again and I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not okay. 
So we walked around mm-hmm. the corner to a Starbucks um, where I met up with Hannah. Um, Hannah Swifty, I believe is her handle on Twitter. Sorry, Hannah, if I messed that up. Um, but we hung out at Starbucks because I had heard from a friend that she was also going to be there. So uh, because these are not so secret. Yeah. So we met up at Starbucks. We were talking. <laughs> we saw a few girls who were like younger girls in their teens who were dressed up super, super cute. And I was like, hey, you want to bet that they're going to? And she's like, oh, for sure. Like, probably. They disappear. <laughs> time ticks closer to the time we're supposed to meet up. And I was like, you know what? Let's just pull the Band-Aid off. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we finally walk over Definitely. there, walk into the room, and I immediately start counting heads. Like, I didn't right off recognize anyone completely. Um, I knew that, like, Amanda, uh, One Lousy Llama, I believe is her handle on Twitter. Um, I knew she was going to be there. Noah, Mr. Five Holes in the Fence himself um, was there. <laughs> and then I immediately started counting heads. Like, how many of us are there? If I'm late to the party yeah. and I'm one of the last ones what what number am I in this list like and so I think total head count we counted like 55 of us so it was so super intimate and small um you know I, I was so grateful like I was blown away that 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 group was so small and intimate made the opportunity even more special Shelby how many people were at the 89 89 so oh, yeah. 89 people okay so that's why I was because when I was watching Lover's Lounge when it happened, it looked really intimate mm-hmm. compared to how many people, 89, of course, yeah. that were invited to, right. to that performance. Okay. Sorry. Interrupted. No. Um, so it was 55, but that included chaperones. So for those who were underage, you know, they brought a chaperone with them. Um, so 55 in total. And it was a whirlwind after that. Of course, we had to turn in everything that we had on our bodies, basically. Um, <laughs> phones were <laughs> off. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I panicked because I was like, what if they find my pins under my under my jacket collar? <laughs> it's a weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I, there was a penny on the inside of my pocket in my jacket. And I even, like, put that in the bag. I was like, take everything. <laughs> Just don't take my pins. Uh, but all's well that ends well. Got on the bus. Um, you know, and there was a little drama, a little drama with that. Why? Um, the buses, the buses were late, number one. So we were, of course, on a schedule trying to get to the live stream on time. And then, um, there were fans, like somebody had must leaked the, the meeting spot because there were a couple of girls in March hanging out, you know, watching (laughs) us, trying to get where we were going. No, we weren't allowed to wear merch at all. We couldn't wear merch. We couldn't wear brands or logos, and we could not wear white. Um, those were okay. the, the three rules that we were given. So they obviously <laughs> looked out of place. Like none of us are in yeah. merch, um, and so they had. That's ballsy. You that know? is very ballsy. <laughs> ballsy. They just think they can sneak on. That's so funny. And like Taylor well, Nation, everyone's going. Taylor Nation knows what they're doing. Like they've been doing this right. for a while now. So like <laughs> they had marked us in wristbands so they knew who exactly belonged to us like we couldn't make noise we couldn't do anything while we were getting on the buses like as to not draw attention to ourselves they scrambled the buses Mm -hmm. um so we all took off in different directions so we couldn't really be followed uh it's like cia shit right there for sure for sure um we got there we had to get wanded for metal detection again Scared to death. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to make it. Everything, anything for Taylor, because we know she has all these stalkers. So they have to just really like 
I will go through five rounds of security checks mm-hmm. to meet Taylor. Oh, yeah. Sure. Happily. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can put me to sleep. Yep. Take me to an undisclosed location and just like wake me up and I'll be okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going to ask any questions of what you did to me. Yeah. Any probing, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever needs to be done. I'll run the name yeah. for, honestly. Um, but we get there. We get wanded. We go into the set and it's this beautiful, like pink, plush. Oh. Uh, bean bags and couches and and furry rugs and it was just it was so small so intimate like we freaked out talking about um you know that she was really gonna walk between I think it was TJ who was sitting next to me um that she was really gonna walk between us to get to that stage and like it was just so so surreal uh they did tell us that we couldn't sing along because of course they were playing the the release song so far um and we were just having this big giant like swaying swifty sing-along and it was so magical um they were like we obviously know that you know the words and we're really proud of you but please don't sing um (laughs) (laughs) which is totally opposite of our good morning america experience so i'm sure i'm sure you were welcoming yes they were like you know you can mouth the lyrics you can you know whatever just don't sing so (laughs) fantastic you know and it was it I mean, you guys watch the the live stream, and if you haven't, it is on YouTube. Um, shout out to Eric Watts who recorded it for me, so I can have it forever um, because I am spotted in it a couple of times, and it's just it's so so surreal. Um, I was watching from my hotel room. I knew I was like, she has to be on it. She has to be on it. So I was like, my hands up for like, I think the first ten minutes, waiting for a photo, and I was like, I got it. I'm like, okay, I've got it. I was like, I can just finally like, just watch without like my arms trying to like yeah. bear down on me. Yes. So it was, it was fantastic. Um, the performance was amazing. Like just to be right there and that close, like you can buy seats, you can worm your way to barricade, but like to experience that performance that close in such an intimate, intimate setting was mind blowing. Oh yeah. She's like singing directly to you. Yeah. And what did she sing again? Archer. Archer. Yeah. Yeah. We all thought she was going to sing The Lover. Yeah. We all did, too, until we saw it on the teleprompter, like, right before we came back from her touring the pop-up shop with Stella. Um, So she came in, prepped everything while they were running, like, the photo shoot for the album and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. They prepped, got ready, and then we all turned around and saw it on the teleprompter that she was singing Archer. And we all kind of, we all were like, oh. But also, (laughs) it was something that she hadn't performed before. So, you know, we were still, like, super excited about it. But, you Mm -hmm. know, we were all low-key hoping for Lover. But (laughs) everyone was. (laughs) Everyone was. So she comes in, she walks, she does her performance. And were you even... I would have such a hard time being able to focus on what's going on around me, even though she's right there, she's singing, she's talking to Stella, she's telling us some like you know, great information. I would sp- still be thinking like, what am I going to say to Taylor? I'm going to meet Taylor. How am I going to pose? Like, it would just be like these things just circling in my head and I'd try to be right there in the moment, but right. it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of that while I was traveling. And so, and honestly, I tried not to really think about what I was going to say to her. Um, we did, my my husband and I did have this bet that like, I couldn't even spit out, hi, my name is Kelly. Um, if I were to ever meet her <laughs> and that happened months and months and months ago and we were drunk at the bar when we made this bet. Um, but he'll never let me live it down. Um, and I just, whatever happened, happened. And I was so scared that I was going to black out and just like 
word vomit. So I tried, yeah. I tried my best really not to think about what I was going to tell her because of that for sure. Yeah. So how was it? Like, you know, this is the moment you met your idol. You met Taylor Swift. Oh my goodness. As soon as talking to, yeah. As soon as the live stream had ended, um, I think her name's Erica from, from Taylor nation. Mm -hmm. She walks up, Taylor walks away, you know, goes to get ready for the meet and greet section. And she says, okay, guys, I'm really sorry. Like this is not to be rude, but you know, this is release week. We have a lot of performances going on with Sirius, with, um, with the VMAs, everything that's going on. Taylor is on vocal rest. Um, So she really won't be able to talk to you very much you can talk to her, but the time is going to be brief and it is, you know, going to be more quiet and she really won't talk to you as much. So immediately the mood shifted amongst all of us. You know, yeah. Everybody talks about sessions and how they got to spend so much time with her and all of these things. Um, so it was it was cut kind of short. Um, of course, we are all still wicked grateful for the opportunity um, and oh, we all Lord. treasure everything. It was just something that was very unexpected. Um, right. So they usher us all single file into the pop-up shop. Um, and if you've been to the pop-up shop, we lined up where you retrieve your merch from what would look like a checkout counter basically. And then the wall, um, to the right of that is the big wall that says to my lover. And that's where Taylor stood. And I was probably fourth in line. Um, I would say that if I went back and did this again, I would low key be at the back of the line because the longer this went on, the more that she talked. Uh, and we were we were all standing in line, like freaking out, like, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? And it just started going so, so quickly. Um, yeah. But I, I remember getting up there, being the next in line. And I mean, we maybe got two minutes with her, um, the first initial people. And but I remember walking up to her and really running to each other to hug each other as if we'd been long lost friends that haven't seen each other in years. And she was so excited. And then she said something that confirmed for me that she at least knew who I was or that she had at least been to my Twitter because she said, um, I'm so glad you're here. I was afraid you weren't going to make it. Um, oh. Which for me, like I had been tweeting all day that day, like great Scott's flight had been, or the day before that Scott's flight had been canceled. Mine had been delayed that I bought another plane ticket, you know, and all of these things. So she takes the time like to know who it is that, you know, she said that she found us in all corners of the, of the internet, but really, you know, that she took the time to get to know us on that level. Um, And so she hugged me. She said, I love you so much. I'm so glad that you're here. And all of this was during the hug. Like she did not let me go one iota, um, not the ticket sales, but, um, (laughs) but she didn't let me go. She was saying all of this as she hugged me. Um, and then she said one other thing that I am going to keep to myself. So sorry guys. Um, that 100% confirmed that she knew who I was. Um, and it was, like I, it, during this hug, I, my eyes started swelling up with tears and I'm like, no girl, get it together. You have to take a photo. This is your photo for the rest of your life. This is it. Suck it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just laugh yourself. You're like, Taylor, hit me in the face. Yes. 
And you're going to have a red mark on your face. Yeah. So red eyes, red yeah. face. Yes. Like it would just all be a thing at that point. But um, we naturally <laughs> just went to the hugging pose, which honestly, that was fine with me. If you follow my Twitter and you've seen my pinned tweet, um, I have a 30 before 30 list going on of things that I'm trying to, you know, check off the list, so to speak, before I turn 30 in two years. And um, number 13 is to hug Taylor Swift. And so so we just naturally went to that pose the photo she tried to take the photo the girl from taylor nation the flash didn't fire um taylor had to figure out what was going on with her camera and then round two of the photo and this is kind of where i like just was geeking out and i was like i hope that I don't do that awful smile where like my eyes are off and my like one is open and one is squinty. Like the being smile, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we took the second photo and then it was over. Um it was yeah. it was that quick and I held it all together until yeah. I got to the other side of the line where others were waiting. Um, got our, our swag bags. We did get secret session bags, which I think we'll talk about later. Um, (laughs) and then we got on the bus and away we went. Like we didn't watch the lover music video. We didn't Mm -hmm. like once the meet and greet was over, it was over and was shocking because it was like six 30. And when Taylor nation had contacted us all, it all said that we were going to like 11 o'clock. Oh, interesting. So, so like, did you, like, I'm sure part of you thought, oh, we're going to go back to Taylor's place. We're going to do this. Like, was it, was it a letdown that it was over so early? Yeah. I mean, we had all planned, um, we had all planned not to be around or do anything or have any plans that night. I know there was a birthday bash that a few of us had planned to go to. And um, we had told the birthday girl, like, hey, sorry, we're not going to be there. We got a secret. We'll find out later. But, it, 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 so it was a letdown in in sort of a way, you know. We thought we would go back into the into the studio where we were filming and watch the Lover premiere, or get to hang out or have elongated time with her. And it was just something that didn't happen. So to be cut off so much sooner, like hours sooner than what we were supposed to, it was a little bit of a shock. Um, but honestly, also low key thankful because I was running on fumes. Like I didn't even <laughs> make it to the birthday bash after that, even though I would have been on time. I digested it all, spilled my guts to Scott, talked to my best friend Paige, and I was out like a light after that. Like I didn't even, <laughs> I feel like such a fake fan because I didn't even listen to the album no. right away. Um, oh my gosh, a fake fan who flew to New York, <laughs> who bought another ticket because her flight might be canceled, went to GMA performance. How dare I? <laughs> yeah. a jacket. You're canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we did talk about briefly about how, like, how short it was. And there is a rumor going on. I'm not sure how it started that you guys were originally supposed to be going to Rhode Island secret sessions. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I, once I had gotten back and I was back at my assignment in Memphis, I got a text message um, from Ryan and he's like, yo, do you, have you heard what Taylor Nation said to somebody at your event? And I'm like, no, like, I feel like I'm always the last to know spill the tea. (laughs) Um, And he was like, you know, somebody told a parent at your event that you guys were meant for Rhode Island secret sessions before it got canceled. Mm -hmm. And so we had 
or we have this group chat that's going on um, via iMessage and I threw that screenshot in there and I was like, can anybody verify this? Like who, who did Taylor Nation tell this to? Was it your parent? Was it whatever? Um, And actually Ryan is attacking me currently. He just texted me and said, remember when you met Taylor Swift? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, Ryan, enough. Um, No, but I I threw it in there and everybody was like, yeah, I heard that. Um, It's so-and-so's parents, you know, or whomever. So it got verified and it kind of started clicking because we were talking about before we checked in at the meetup, somebody said that they got their DM when sessioners were getting their DM mm-hmm. and that they got put off for oh. right. So they got that confidential, no information, just confidential, like give us this information. We'll call yes. you. That's what they And got. so they went through all that turmoil of not knowing, you know, for two weeks plus that anything was even going on. And so I honestly would totally side with that theory that we were supposed to be at Rhode Island. Um, and I even tweeted after I found that out, I was like to the MFR who <laughs> spoiled all yeah. of the, all the <laughs> session dates. Like we were supposed to be in Rhode Island. Yeah. Guess what? Like we have this live stream forever and it still worked out. Sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's terrible because Taylor has talked about like, she did all those interviews during release weekend about, you know, she, she has these guys who are thinking, you know, that they're have this marriage and they're showing up armed and it's, she has like, you know, military grade gauze with her. And so it's just so scary that and sad that because of that, you know, someone released that information without really even thinking what it, the repercussions it has on Taylor. Right. And then she had to cancel something that she was so excited about. I'm glad that, you know, YouTube was able to, you know, make this happen for you guys. It's just, you could have had so much more, <laughs> you know, there will, there will be some haters being like, Oh my gosh, Kelly, just, you have this. For sure. Don't complain. And I'm not, I'm not complaining. Just that Rhode Island house is so special to me because I live two hours from it. I was never a beach person until I went to Mm -hmm. beach in at Watch Hill. Um, It's my favorite place. It was one of the first places we went to when we moved here. Um, It's a place where I can just sit and unwind and it doesn't matter what the weather is. I can just sit on the rocks and like let Mm -hmm. everything go there. And so it would have been, really magical but at the same time mm-hmm. i don't know how i would have made a secret session work with turn season and honestly it works out for the best and bless taylor's heart and and her taylor nation team because they never forgot about us you know instead of mm-hmm. brushing us off and being like oh we'll give them their chance at some other point they then created lovers lounge for us to still to still have that opportunity yeah, especially those people who didn't, who already got the DMs. Yeah. Right. If it was like, oops, we're going to we're gonna move on to a different again. round of people. Like that, yeah. like to know that you were on that list too. Like Taylor, she screenshots people. She, she saves people, posts their photos in her phone. So knowing that that information and how, you know, much she goes into finding the right people for secret sessions, your, your face, your posts, your dear tailors are probably like screenshotted on her phone. So that's really <laughs> sweet to know as well. Yeah. And you met Taylor Swift. Yes! <laughs> I've already printed out my photo. Beautiful. It's on this beautiful sheet metal on my floating shelf in my office. Oh, like, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I now. ordered a blanket, <laughs> like anything else that I can put this yeah. picture on, I'm going to. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Taylor also had like a really fun week. So, you know, we plan for everyone. So you got Lover's Lounge, which was amazing, awesome. And you mentioned that you hadn't listened to the album, but you were hearing like snippets here and there when you were getting ready. And you also, you guys, this where we met yeah. was the next day. I don't know how she was survived. <laughs> you know, no sleep forever. We met up at the pop-up shop, which was fun. You know, yes. we were, she... I cut in line. Um, I found her cut in line. It was way we back in the back to... already, though. Like, we were oh, so far yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, it was before the barricade. Hey, so we were far the back. You know? Yeah, so it was really fun because, like, I got to, uh, like, see her after she met Taylor, and she was so excited. She was still on cloud nine. And we were just, like, you know, kind of reminiscing about her, about Taylor, about everything, and, like, catching up, meeting in person. Uh, it's kind of like dating, though, because you kind of feel like you meet these people online, <laughs> you online, and then you're just – I don't know about you, but I was nervous. I was like, I am such an awkward person. Is this going to like me? Yeah, is she going to yeah. like me? She's so cool. But, you know, it was really fun just talking with you online and just kind of, like, meeting everybody around us, and we were able to get into the Capital One line, which kind of, like – bed the process up mm-hmm. and thankfully for Kelly if you're in the Capital One line it's if you have a Capital One card my husband does thankfully I was able <laughs> to use my Apple Pay to get us through we were able to instead of just like looking at where Taylor sat because there's two lines there's one line that the general admission line you went through the line and you kind of just got to like look and while you're waiting line at the set at the lover's lounge at the area. lover's lounge set and then the Capital One, you got to take photos on the couch mm. in that area. And so it was really sweet because Callie was like, I was there that night. She's like, yeah. we need to get here. And so, you know, like we moved heaven and earth to get her there. Um, and it was re- – I, I didn't meet Taylor on there, but it was a great photo off. It was nice to like see all these other se- – like I'm going to call them secret sessioners, lover <laughs> lounge uh, people there too because there was a few behind us. And they were just like glowing and just excited to be back where they met Taylor, where they saw Taylor. Yeah, how surreal. Yeah, I, I mean, know. that's just like wild. <laughs> I know. I might not have a Taylor with fo- – oh, uh, I might not have a photo with Taylor, but I do have a photo, a yes. cute photo with Kelly on that Yeah, yes. it's like two degrees removed, yeah. so yeah. it's like, like almost she, there. I don't know if she showered since she met Taylor, but yeah. maybe Taylor's germs are on me right now. <laughs> I hadn't washed my hair. I put dry shampoo in, so like at least yeah. my hair was yes. <laughs> I should have smelled it. Like, what does Taylor smell like? Yeah, no, I mean, as someone who wasn't at release week, it was fun to see all those pictures from the pop-up, all the Stella X Taylor Swift merch, and everyone was excited, and Ashley was able to pick up some stuff for me, so it was like I was there. Well, what was so great is that we did, I think we stayed in line for like four hours, I'm not really sure, but what was so great about it was with the long, long lines, you kind of thought that when you were going to be in the lover's lover's lounge area, the pop-up shop that it was going to be crowded and right. you were going to be like elbowing people to try and get stuff. But that's not how it was at all. Like, I know. It, it was like maybe empty. like 50 people there, maybe 56 people walking around, probably less. You know, they're, they're regulating it. Like, right. How people are going. Which is why you were in line for four hours. Although, yes. <laughs> um, Pros and cons, you know. We bought stuff. I bought some stuff for you. Kelly bought some really cute uh, stuff as well. We got some really good photo ops with you know, the cool thing was like the butterfly was there from um, one of her performances. Her outfits from You Need to Calm Down were there mm-hmm. and from me. And what I was so sad about was, yes, I was I was kind of hoping 
back of my mind, I know that like last year during rep, people were standing in line for the pop-up shop and she showed up the first day and people showed up the first day. She did performance. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if she does that again? Mm -hmm. So of course the first, my first stop, everyone's first stop is going to be the pop-up shop. So the line was so long. Yeah. And so, um, I think I spent like 30, 40 minutes in the pop-up shop, you know, probably you too. Yeah. No, no, not just waiting, like trying to figure out what I was going to buy, right, right. where I was going to go. Course. And so then Kelly and I parted ways. I was so sad to see her go, but we will meet up some other day during tour. <laughs> yes. um, but I was texting Kelly. I was text. I was tweeting it out. I was trying to figure it out. I was texting Shelby. Like, what's the address for this for the murals, that's my next stop. I want to go to the murals. And no one would give me an exact address. People are like, Brooklyn. I'm like, I know it's in Brooklyn, <laughs> but where in Brooklyn? It's a pretty big place. <laughs> I yeah. know. And then, so like, no one, everyone's like, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know. And I was very sad. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go get like some really good like treats and then I'll like go get dinner and then do whatever. Yeah. And then Shelby texted me, Kelly. <laughs> no. And she was like, oh my gosh, are you at the murals? And as soon as I saw that text message, I, I felt so bad. So I was at dinner with some girlfriends and I showed him, I was like, look where Taylor is at. <laughs> well, it was like, cause like an hour before you had been like, I think I'm heading to the mural. Yeah. And then I saw her, she was there and I was like, oh my gosh, what if the stars <laughs> like align? And I was, I was like, should I text her? Should I not? I'm sure she would have told me if she was there, but then I just like had to ask. No, I was not there. Cause no. And then like, so after Taylor showed up, someone tweeted me the address. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like thank you. I could have been timing. Yeah. an hour ago. And then the next day, I know, Kelly, you went back to the pop-up shop too. And then I was over by the pop-up shop to go to the Casey Montague hearts blowing mm-hmm. um, like mural because that was my first stop because I was going to the murals and I had to go to a Casey one. And so – one of my friends was like, oh, do we want to go check out the pop-up shop? Kind of jokingly. And I was like, yeah, I would go back. I was like, I have a Capital One card. The line's a lot. It's like an hour wait. We can go back. And yeah. they're like, no, let's just look through the windows. Fine. So we go on the High Line. And then we're headed to Brooklyn to yeah. go to the murals. I know I'm not going to see Taylor there. But then guess who shows up at the pop-up shop an hour later? Literally. You know, it just yeah, <laughs> it was Taylor and poor Kelly. I was texting her and I was like, ah. And then she was like, I know. She's like, I wasn't there. Like, I was there um, a couple then, hours before that, and then I some of the the lover loungers. I don't. I don't even know if that's our thing. Like, is that a thing? I don't even know that's what we call it. Yeah, <laughs> loungers. Um, had messaged and said, "Oh my gosh, she's here!" And I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me." Hold on, were they in? Yeah, they were there. They got a second picture with her, and I was just like, oh, my, my, how dare they? They should have left immediately. They've already met her. Oh, my goodness. They should have exited the building. Oh, wait. The audacity. That makes me, we brought this up when we first recorded and we lost (laughs) the audio. But so we have uh, people who are now, supposedly the rules have changed. You know, you can meet Taylor every other era. But people, but Swifties are still up in arms. So Kelly, what are your thoughts about that? You've met Taylor once. You're, you know, deprived of secret sessions. Uh, how? What are your thought process of people seeing Taylor again, meeting Taylor again, whether it's at award shows, pop up shops? What do you think? Um. So honestly, I. Like once upon a time, I was totally a part of that crowd that was like, you know what? I'm never going to get to meet her because all these people are re-meeting her. Um, but now being on the other side of this, I 100% see 
where people want to meet her again because you especially when you get the confidential message you know like we talked about earlier it starts running through your mind what am i going to tell her what do i say what how do we pose and then you get really upset with yourself when you don't get to say something or you forgot or you forgot to give her something that you had with you or anything like that and so you know I can see where people are like you know I just want to meet her again because I forgot to tell her this um so I'm like I'm cool with the every other era thing I also (laughs) feel like like well I'll never be a sessioner you know and I'll never be another special event like that and I think that that's fine I think that that's where the rule should stick um but, mm-hmm. like, if you meet her at an award show because you know somebody who knows somebody who can get you in, or if you were chosen by Andrea because you stand out in a stadium of however many thousands of people, like, get it. You deserve it. Like, if you exactly. get noticed that way, absolutely. Um, but I feel like those special, special moments of, like, sessions, lounges, live streams, um, you know, radio events, whatever the case is, you know, yeah, I think that those should, should probably stay the way that they are. Um, and you get your one shot to do those, but I feel like afterwards, if you happen to be at the right place at the right time, or you know, somebody who knows somebody or whatever the case, like, I feel like those are fair game and bring on the hate for me saying all of that. But like, (laughs) I know that you were careful. So fine underscore out underscore Kel. Go cancel right now. We don't support that. (laughs) We don't. We don't. But one thing too is so Shelby's met Taylor. And you know, she she has a cute little gif of her like shaking it off with Taylor. And people who went to the nineteen eighty nine lofts that's what it's called, I think. Well, what's weird about my case is like it wasn't it felt like sort of a dry run for what would become the first secret sessions because yeah. um she invited us to her house, we had dinner, but it wasn't like new music and it, it was sort of like to see if they could manage a crowd in someone's house like that. And so we didn't get like solo pics or solo moments with her. It was like Polaroids, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I mean it's weird when you have such a huge moment and you're so excited about it and it's like such a high, but then there's also this really human part of you that's like, Oh, I wish it had been like this tiny bit different. I Mm -hmm. wish I'd done this. Like it would have been so cool to have that experience. And so it's easy to get caught up in this, like, you know, you love her as a person, you admire her, you, you have had so many meaningful moments because of her that you're just like, it would be so great to like be able to see her again, mm-hmm. to have this moment, to be able to say this. And so it's it's a difficult line, right? Yeah. Because I totally understand the frustration of the same people meeting her, the same people getting the likes right. and feeling like there's certain ways to game the system yeah. that you just like can't keep up with. I can't keep up with any of you guys. <laughs> I'm kind of at the point where I'm 33 years old. <laughs> Taylor, I, I kind of feel, I know like, you know, there have an older, you know, Swifties who are meeting Taylor right now, but I kind of feel like all the photos are getting younger and younger. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, so I'm kind of over the whole idea that I'll meet Taylor. I'm on the idea of like, maybe I'll be like upgraded at a show. Maybe this will happen. So I'm just kind of sitting back. <laughs> Last era, I really thought maybe this will be it. But I'm just kind of sitting back right now. I'm just kind of reveling and like my friends meeting her, like hearing about it, getting a like by, on, by Taylor Nation on a tweet. Like that's, that's my... You know, it's. I think that's the energy. Yeah, Swifties should have. And you know, it's really funny because everybody has always said like, "Oh, Taylor finds you when you need her most." Like all of these things, I'm like, "Yeah, right." Like how 
even I write Taylor, you know, almost once a day. <laughs> and how would she know when I really need her? Um, right. And she has a lot of DMs. She does. So, so like, that's my fridge cat DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but lo and behold, I mean, for me, like, turn this year, turn season was just horrendous um, for numerous reasons. But it's really, like, it, it came at a time where I could not have been more thankful. Like, I don't even think if secret sessions would have happened that it would have been like that, that reprieve of, okay, now I feel like I can breathe. The special thing is happening. Um, and for me to really be able to enjoy it and soak it up. So I'm definitely going to be one of those cheesy people that says like, Hey, Taylor finds you when you need her most. (laughs) Taylor, find me. Yeah. Find me me before I get too old and ugly for photos. No, but I mean, that's so like, what an amazing release week, obviously. And now you will forever have the lover era colored by the fact that you met Taylor, that you got to hug her and hold her and tell her things that mattered and feel that connection with her. And have that intimate um, experience with her, which Taylor is trying to provide for all Swifties this mm-hmm. era, mm-hmm. not only with secret sessioners, but also potential tour shows. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. 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 I don't know if we can get into some tea. A little tea time. Yeah. yeah. Serve it up. I mean, this has been, I mean, it's just been a whirlwind of a week. Like, I can't believe it's only been a week since we've gotten Lover. It feels like it's been the soundtrack of my life forever. Kelly has met but um she's been sharing and sharing tons of information she's been on radio shows um and most recently she was on the ryan seacrest show where he asked her about tour and she was like yeah honestly i haven't even started planning it like usually um you have to plan very far ahead she said that it takes like a year and a half to even book or you have to book a year and a half in advance for some of the venues. And she's like, I was just tired. I felt like I had just taken off my thigh high boots. The last thing I wanted was to just get into this rut of tour album, tour album. And so I think that kind of speaks to her more relaxed nature, this era where she's just very comfortable with herself. She's not playing like the, in the rat race in the same way that she has in the past. She's just very zinned out. It feels like. So I was listening to another I think it was an interview she gave and she said right now she's so focused on release week and making everything so special for everyone. But she also said that even if she had tour plans, she wouldn't say she did. (laughs) So we're kind of living in this little pocket of kind of when she's, when she put on Tumblr, like no one's guessed the name of my album. (laughs) So, cause then we also had before, this Ryan Seacrest, she was on the CBS Good Morning Sunday morning show, and she had said that she plans her life out like six months, six in, months advance. in advance. So then everyone was like, oh, my gosh, if that's the case, then six months from now, which was August, is February, mm-hmm. the month of love. And so people were kind of thinking, like, what if she starts her tour there? I'm kind of like, what if she starts a tour in the city of love, in mm-hmm. Paris? You know, so it's so she is saying right here she she can't plan. Out. Right. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> but then back cheek saying she wouldn't say if she did. It's true. Who do we trust, you know? <laughs> we can't trust Taylor and we yeah. can't trust Taylor. So what's going on? So she mentioned in Ryan Seacrest's interview that she wanted to be more intimate. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So there was this throwaway line where she was sort of like, 
I don't remember exactly. She said like, oh, I don't know if I'd play the same venues or if she was like, reputation was so big. I want this area to feel a little bit more small and intimate, like we're in the living room together. And so people, Swifties immediately just were triggered and they're like, oh my gosh, if she just does, if she goes back to doing just arenas, how are we going to get tickets? And like, how are we going to be able to do this? Like, it would be so cutthroat to try and figure that out. And I mean, it is kind of stressful to think about. Yeah, (laughs) because, well, arenas are smaller than stadiums, Mm. less tickets, more expenses. But what if she does more shows? Right. It doesn't detail people from knocking tickets both nights. Then you wonder if she can do boosting again. Because as much as I hated boosting, that did help me secure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like what would what do you want Kelly yeah what's your what's your take the the easiest ticket purchase I've ever made was through boosting like I hate to say that because Um, I feel like I'm triggered right now watching Taylor Swift eat cookie dough (laughs) but like it was the easiest ticket buying experience I've ever had like I I didn't feel rushed I didn't feel panicked I didn't and so the show that I'd been boosting for we got great seats um so like low-key kind of hope for that but then also when do I have time for boosting anymore? <laughs> like that's that's the next thing. I, know. <laughs> I was young for that. Now I'm yeah. like two years later. I'm like, having, like I'll just pay the right. extra. <laughs> I have gray hairs from boosting, yeah. uh, like and a lot of le- less money from boosting yeah. oh, too. Oh, so much less money. Like if all of our <laughs> if all of our we- merch purchases counted toward boosting already, I might be okay. But. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got front row tickets. Yeah, save those receipts, yeah. So, do we think that tour will be in six months? Is that a – is that TT you want to say? I so. I, I mean, I feel like I'm always wrong when I guess anything Taylor's <laughs> doing. She's just so unpredictable. But I feel like she's really chill. I feel like mm-hmm. she's totally happy just talking about this album. I think it's really near and dear to her heart. Plus, she's now really motivated to record, re-record her previous albums, which she can do next fall. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it'd be really weird timing if she went on tour next year and then had to also make room to re-record those masters. So I kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if she really does delay it by a lot. And maybe she just doesn't care about, like, because money comes from tour. Like, that's how artists make their money now. And maybe it just speaks to the level of like fame and fortune she's at that she doesn't feel pushed to have to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm sad about it, but I feel like she might not. Do you think that the hype from the album, if she decides to tour in a year and a half, I know years, it'll be interesting will go down. because that was what's so exciting about rep. There's a hype, you know, mm-hmm. we hadn't heard from Taylor in three years. What's going on? The only way we, we we didn't fully understand rep until we were right. at the tour. Whereas with Lover, we understand everything, but there's still that hype for right. Lover. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's a good question. I feel like I feel like a lot of these songs though are a lot more relatable, um, you know, on a personal level. So maybe yeah. it'll stick around. Whereas like Reputation was, you know, like a very cathartic writing process for her and 
you know, something that she based around a title versus, you know, kind of like she talked about at the live stream is that this was really the idea of something first and wrote this, you know, wrote all the songs the way that she had intended and then, you know, had named the album. So maybe, maybe because the songs are more relatable or, you know, that we identify so heavily with them, maybe it'll stick around in that manner. And I think it'll have to do too with, you know, how she chooses her single selections as well. So. Definitely. So many questions about her single selections, but, but we can't get into that. So before we go, I do want to ask one question. Okay. Kelly did say all the songs are relatable on Lover, and last episode, Shelly and I shared our favorite song from Lover. Mm-hmm. Kelly, what song does it for you today, oh, to, right now? Physically? Right now. I think I'm still on Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. At first, it was totally okay. um, Paper Rings. It was um, I Forgot That You Existed. The Man was like my jam during the work week. <laughs> but I feel like right now, <laughs> Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince is where, I, is where I'm hanging right now, for sure. One. Good one. Has yours changed, Ashley? Today I'm biting the man. Okay. Oh, nice. The, yeah. It's all about the man. <laughs> Fist paper. pump. Yeah. Paper rings has a special part of my heart. Yeah. It always will. I know. I feel like this album has been really hard for me to like figure out necessarily. Like I don't remember the lyrics that well. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so packed. And my brain is just like humming like six different songs at the same time. I, <laughs> I was on my way singing a song and I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and then like it's some sort of mashup yeah. your brain created tour mashup. Like I think he existed in London Boy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but I will have to say, I I think, um, I think like Lover has just like I realize it's like top ten Taylor of all time for mm-hmm. me now. Like the Lover, the song. Oh, it's sure. great. And I love it. And I think that's this one I. I just never get sick. And I keep forgetting about Lover because it was a single. Mm -hmm. And now there's all these new songs I want. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to like listen Mm -hmm. and memorize, but Lover is never a skip. Never gets old. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) On that note. Yeah. Kelly, thank you so much for sharing your story. I mean, we've heard it now twice and we still aren't over it. (laughs) I could do it again. Yeah. But But if you guys want to follow Kelly, she's, uh, do you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. I, on everything now that I've streamlined it all, um, I am fine (laughs) underscore as underscore Kel. Um, I am on Tumblr again these days because I guess I'm going to give it a try. Why not? Um, Probably won't use it as much as twitter and be careful yeah right apparently um or posting the wrong thing (laughs) on the wrong day i guess but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i am on all three platforms uh but more commonly on instagram and twitter so yes and she's a delight to witness on there and you can check out the infamous jacket you can Mm -hmm. see her Obviously, her Taylor Swift photo, it's all so cute. So Mm -hmm. definitely check her out. And we're so grateful that she shared her story with us here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it was so fun. And we, of course, are Swiftish Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Swiftish Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Swiftish Pod 13. So be sure to find us, follow us, like us. <laughs> we Rate need the validation. Us. Yeah, and on Apple, I on Apple Podcasts, you can scroll all the way down and write a review. Um, and also we have an email, switchishpodcast at gmail.com if you want to share your release week stories, yeah. any questions you might have about Kelly's experience or the things we talked about today. Um, but until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor. 
you need to calm down just a little bit. <laughs> I need some sleep. Yeah. For sure. <laughs>